This week's episode was sponsored by LaRam's New Construction Home Builders, where quality meets affordability. Located at 85th, 10th Avenue, Northwest, Naples, Florida, 34120. You can also reach out to them for a free consultation at 239-200-7083. Also sponsored by the Doors Open Connect app platform. Do connect with us if you're a licensed real estate agent or broker and join our growing network and community of licensed professionals by downloading our app on the Apple App Store. Hello, this is Deshaun with the Doors Open Connect podcast, and this is my co-host, Rick Haas. Thank you all very much for listening, and uh, we're coming into the weekend here, so let's dive into the meat and potatoes. Rick, we had a lot of action on the app today. We did. We were, we were busy on the app today. It was notification after notification. People got paid. Uh, I saw one for $100 to show five listings, and I saw mm-hmm. another one for $75. We also covered... I think we got four open houses covered, um, and we have a broker open on there. So that's pretty exciting. That'll be November 30th. Um, that's with uh, the Paverich team. And we have a live open house on there, the one I'm doing. And you got a live one, the one that you're doing and sponsoring, yeah. too. Even if you're sun. just doing an open house, just post it on the app. At least 400 agents are going to see it plus, right? That's right, man. A lot of big things are happening, and it's been Exciting to say the least, despite, you know, the pandemic and, and everything that's going on um, in the neighborhood and the world as well. Um, but we're excited about this week's episode. Uh, and thank you all to our listeners um, for tuning in and continuing to share with others. If you find value, we, we greatly appreciate and encourage you uh, to leave reviews and to share with your, your loved ones. I mean, we cover everything from MLOs to real estate agents and uh we have, you know, t- home inspectors and business owners, con- congressmen. I mean, we've had a list of people we've put on here. Yeah, lots of uh, yeah, <laughs> commissioners. <laughs> so it's been a diverse group. And we actually have a really exciting lineup coming up. Um, you know, some spe- special things that uh, we can't wait to announce. Uh, so continue to tune in. And uh, this one will be another special episode. And also, uh, bef- I think, what, th- is Thanksgiving next week? Yeah, next already. I'm losing track of time. What is it, Thursday? Yeah, next Thursday. Huh. You know who's playing football? Oh, no. Oh, man. I, I know it's not the Bears. We have a bye week. Thank God we need one. Yeah, well, it's the Lions. You know, my boy <laughs> Stafford's going to. It's probably like Lions versus Vikings or something, right? Like, I don't know, man. Lions versus Packers. You guys don't want to play the Packers right now. Hey, look, <laughs> the football season is a big asterisk right now. It doesn't matter anyway. So anyway, let's dive into the, uh, today's uh, guest and, and um, our sponsor, which is going to be... She said, Baby, do you miss little music first never killed anybody. I said, Hell no, <laughs> I little Jason Aldean, got what you got. Today we have with us... Eric Ramirez, general contractor and president of LaRam Construction. Eric is born and raised in Naples as a native, and he's also been in the real estate and mortgage construction industry for over 13 years. He loves everything from everything that comes from real estate development and owes uh, that love to his father, and he's passionate to help people turn their visions of a dream home into reality. And in this market, it's important because it's... it's uh, it's been cra- It's been a crazy market. We're really hot right now, and and I know he's feeling it. So we'll dive into that. But welcome, Eric. Thank you so much um, for joining us today. And um, yeah, can you tell everybody uh, a little bit more about yourself and where you're from? Yeah. So my name is Eric Ramirez. I was born here in Naples. 
Um, I come from Mexican heritage, and I've been in the real estate business, construction, originally a mortgage broker for about 14 years now. Ooh, mortgage broker, huh? Yeah. Ever since I got out of high school in 2006, I dove right in. So, Well, what what actually encouraged you to to make the switch from, from mortgage to construction? So originally when I started and stuff, um, you know, I started as a mortgage broker. Okay. I was involved in real estate as well, a little bit of construction, and I'm still active in real estate, but... Construction obviously is where it's at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, construction's huge. I'm I'm trying to find a builder like you. Yeah, <laughs> we actually uh, we have a good friend of ours, uh, Mr. Patrick Dearborn of uh, John R. Wood, and and his advice to all these new agents is get with a builder, get into new construction because the inventory one is low on resales, but it that's that's where it's at right now. Yeah. Um, so give us the uh, the 30k overview for the process of building a home uh, from start to finish. So the most important thing I would say is, for example, make an appointment with us. Um, I'm not like your typical builder. I don't have salespeople. They deal with me directly, pretty much. Uh, I would recommend to make an appointment, sit down. We're going to have probably about three to five appointments. Okay. And to get a complete un- understanding of the process before we get a contract going. Go over floor plans, pricing, how exactly it works, construction loans, et cetera. And once we have a full understanding, then we go ahead and prepare a contract. Typical construction loans right now are taking about 60 days to close. Okay. During the 60 days, we are going ahead and preparing all the documents we need for permitting. After permits are issued, we are looking about eight to 10 months for build time. I was going to say, is the permitting, are you seeing, it's still kind of sluggish, right? It's, it's taking some time. It, I mean, between Naples and, and Collier, do you build in Lee as well? We do build in Lee County as well. Okay. Collier County is our main, our main area though. I got you. How long does it uh, take to build a, let's say, a three-bedroom, two-bath home? I would say on average about eight to ten months once we actually break ground. How many uh, how many houses do you would you do you build a year? We average between ter- twenty to thirty houses a year. Okay, wow, that's quite a lot, yeah. and they're all coming directly to you, sitting down. That's it, it, um, your wife is part of the team as well, right? right. Yeah, she okay. helps me out at the office and everything. She takes care of all the accounting and customer service and everything as well. And then we have another office assistant as well. So um, what's the what's the process? Because I've, I've been uh, talking with some agents that work with builders. What's the process when, you know, we find, a, as an agent, we find a lot out there, mm-hmm. but let's say it has over half, let's say over 50% wetlands. What's the process of that kind of thing? So the first thing you have to do is you have to get a DEP study, of course. Go down to the county and make sure that the property is actually buildable. Uh, not all lots are buildable. Any acre and a quarter, acre and a half lots, if they're not split before certain time frames, they are not buildable. So that's very important to check before you close. I typically ask everybody to get a 15 or 20 day inspection period just to make sure and also speak to a builder and stuff to make sure. Uh, once you have the environmental report, it's very important to go ahead and sit down with someone, review the process. Now the county has actually came out with a new restriction before uh, they would take over the third-party DEP report. Now, if there's any wetlands on the property, they are requiring a verification of exemption from the DEP itself, which oh, really? costs about 450 to do, or you could do it yourself, and it takes about 30 days of process. So if there's, let's say if there's, if there's, like I said, 50% wetlands, is there a process where you can just bring in more dirt to like kind of alleviate that? Because I've had agents, newer agents, ask me, is that like a possibility? Is that such a thing? So I know that could be maybe so a question asking. If you're going to impact any wetlands, 
you have to get an ERP permit from the state. There's two uh, agencies. DEP is the first agency. Um, Army Corps of Engineers is the second agency. So depending on how much impact you're going to do, you have to get approved for both agencies as well. Now, if you are going to impact the wetlands area, it's not just as easy as uh, bringing in a filter. There's a process, and they're going to tell you what you can impact and what you can't. Okay. Hmm. But it can be kind of costly. So I would recommend to break down the numbers and see exactly what's going to cost because in wetland properties, even though you have a permit for the exotic removal, which is the vegetation and invasive species, you can't uh, bring any machinery. It has to be done by hand. Oh, wow. Some of those plants are pretty hard to pull out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so kind of just circling back a little bit, the – I've had people ask a similar. So the, if if the front of the house, uh, the lot is wet, mm-hmm. and the back is dry, can they pull from the back and and supplement that in the in the front? Or? Yes, they can. But so basically, the most important thing with the wetlands is they really don't want you to fill in areas that are unpermitted. Mm-hmm. So typically, they'll give you like a thirty foot um, area and stuff around the house, depending on what you require to get permitted. That's what requires fill. Hmm. Besides that, you can't touch the property. And what's the other. what's the penalties for someone just to go in there and touch the property and I've seen penalties as high as twenty five, thirty five thousand. Wow. <laughs> That's the most expensive dirt you'd ever move in your life, right? Yeah. <laughs> not not necessarily. Not, not necessarily not, not, but, not a port royal but out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um how do you feel about the new construction uh business right now and how COVID how has COVID nineteen uh, affected your business? Uh, honestly, this is the busiest we've ever been. I mean, you know, we've always been very busy. We've been very blessed about it, but with whole COVID and stuff, it just took over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it, but it just seems like everything's kind of been behind a little bit too. You know, obviously with the permitting, and then whether it's county, city, etc. Um, it's been nasty <laughs> to say the least. But uh, how can you? Is there a way to even expedite a, a permit? Truthfully, I mean, we're very fortunate. Um, I have a lot of experience with the county, with Collar County, of course. And permits for us typically take about two or three weeks to apply. I mean, okay. to, to actually get. Okay. And once you submit everything properly and stuff, there really is no big issue. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you see uh, any, in, do you offer any incentives right now to real estate agents to sell new construction? Yes, we do. We offer 3%. 3%. agents. And we pay out. We pay at the time of closing as well. Some builders will make you wait half and half. We pay everything up front. Do, um, do, if an agent refers them directly to you, what's the process uh, What's the process like that? Do you have to sign a form or, or whatever to get the referral? Because I've actually, not too long ago, we encountered a, a kind of a nightmare scenario where um, an agent who was working with uh, what she considered, a, what still is, but consider a friend, um, and she had been working for months trying to get this, this, uh, lady, um, approved and then to b- find her dream home. But eventually down the road, um, there was one day she had an emergency in her family and it was a Sunday and she couldn't go and show a property, um, that happened to be new construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lady went on her own and the builder said, Hey, look, if, if, um, you go with us directly and cut the real estate agent out of it. We're gonna we're gonna save you this amount of money, um, and she ended up doing that. And the the, the agent was pretty heartbroken. But um, yeah, I guess my question is what what how can agents um, 
be protected. Yeah, be protected if if indeed they have worked really hard with a, a potential buyer and that buyer goes out and starts shopping around um, new construction on their own. So what I would recommend is we have an agent registration form. Now that form has to be filled out and it has to be signed by the client as well. Um, I've had some agents that have gotten upset. I've been in the business, like I said, for a while. And they're like, how do you expect our buyers to go ahead and sign that? I said, well, if your client is really working with you guys, there should be no issue at all because you get that relationship with them, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, once that is signed and you send it over to me, you're protected. There's, you know, I don't like to, uh, you know, I won't go around you or anything. I mean, that, it is what it is. Naples is small, right? So it's all about reputation here. Yeah. yeah. Why do business with someone one time, you know, and get a bad reputation? That yeah. could ruin your, <laughs> you might as well move to another state because that'll ruin your reputation down here for sure. So I have a couple questions for you. Um, do you do a lot of commercial build-outs right now, or is it more so residential? Uh, currently at the moment, it's just residential new construction. Yeah, and are you seeing like a big boom out in the estates right now? Oh, big time. Yeah, it's it's wild, especially with Founder Square going up there, Everglades, with that Everglades Square. Yeah, I think they got that state, you know, that big park going on and everything. So. Yeah, so it's, it's in my head, I just keep picturing a square box from Immokalee all the way out to DeSoto, to Golden Gate Boulevard, to 951, just shopping centers outlining that whole thing. I, I see that, like Wilson basically being the center of all that. Yeah, correct and stuff. I mean, um, we have our model home sales center on the corner of Wilson Boulevard and 10th Avenue yep. Northwest. Yeah, seen that. So we have Vanderbilt Beach Extension actually cutting in yep. next door. So that's going to be, be huge. It's, it's wild growing up. I, I never thought... It would boom out there like like it is right now. It's, it's oh, there's prime crazy. real estate out there to be had now, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, look at uh, I'm a I I have to say I'm, I'm slightly disappointed in the point. All right, I'm what I'm seeing in the point. I don't see any. I thought it you know it's it's a lot of stuff that's been around. Um, well, that's because we we are given the uh, expectations of it being like another Mercado, right? And I was like, oh man, we were sold on that. One. Yeah, I was pretty sold on that. Then I saw I was like. Kind of just like your normal shopping center here in Florida. I'm like, oh, it's some just some of the. Do you, do you guys remember the trio back in the day that was supposed to be at uh, Davis and 41? That that piece of land there, yeah. they had they had it all. They were going to build. It was going to be condos, and that was supposed to be kind of like a Merc yeah. uh, Mercado kind of a scenery too. And I, I you know, that fell through. Um, but hey, you know, down the road, it's still a great place to go, and that's where everything is kind of moving out. Um, I think it'll impact some of the places that we like on the, uh, you know, closer to 41 on the west side. Because, look, if you've got a South Street out there now, you don't need to go to that South Street. So I think it'll kind of mm. kind of ebb and flow a little bit. And um, and there's a taco, taco and tequila going in there, too. Tacos and tequila. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of spreading like wildfire, too. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Yeah, because originally between Golden Gate Boulevard and Wilson were the Jesus mm -hmm. for 7-Eleven now. All the way to third, a developer had purchased all that land, mm -hmm. and they were going to do a type of mercado there. But that's been it's been stopped for quite a while now, so I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen there. Yeah, it, it is good though because it 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 allows people to kind of go home. People were driving in town to go home, relax, and not have to go you know 30 minutes out of the way to say a mercado. Well, uh, to 30 45 minutes to a south South Street or or whatever. Yeah, that that's a long drive from the estates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's good, but that's that allows people to buy new construction and be able to afford still the same type of uh, living and experience new things. I mean, 
Corner of 111 and Mockley and 951 is hot. It's really hot. And things are only going to continue to go out that way and expand. And I think that's that's obviously really good for your business. Now, would you attribute the the construction, um, this construction build outs going down because of COVID? Would you attribute a lot of it to that? Because a lot of people may be saying, you know, maybe now is not the time to start a business or get a commercial space. I don't think so personally and stuff. I mean, um, or do you think it's because the rates are so low with residential homes? People are just buy, buy, buy right now. Yeah, that's that's the biggest key right now. I mean, yeah. Once the feds actually adjust the rates, we might see a little bit of a slowdown. Mm-hmm. But right now we're going strong. So construction loans. I mean, all types of loans are going strong. Yeah, it's great. As as a um, as for new construction, uh, what type of incentives uh, do you offer to buyers, uh, prospective buyers? If they walk straight through your door, then maybe they're not working with an agent. They're going to go straight to you. What what uh, kind of incentives do you offer? Honestly, I really don't do incentives. I okay. mean, starting the new year and stuff, I'll probably start doing something. But at the current moment, we don't really do any incentives. Okay. And um, what would you say separates Loram from other competition in the area, like a Metro, Ty, Tritown, Lennar, DR Horton, et cetera? The biggest thing I would say is you do with me directly. You don't deal with a salesperson. Mm-hmm. You talk to the actual GC, which is very important. You're not going to wait a week for a phone call to... Uh, you know, let me talk to my boss and let me see what he says or for a price. You deal with the direct person pretty much. Uh, the nice thing about it is we're a small family-owned company. My wife helps me at the office, of course. We have an office assistant. I got 11 guys on the field, so we do a lot of work in-house. Okay. Um, for example, I own my own machinery. So my father actually does the land development. Mm-hmm. We do our own framing, windows, doors, cabinets, painting, trimming, all the punch I work in-house. So I think that helps to, you know, bring us out. According to the competition and stuff. So you have your hands on everything, all the way down to the customer service. Yeah, and we try our best. And I always encourage every client that comes in, honestly, go shop around all the builders who you feel comfortable with, so you can kind of click with as well and stuff and check their quality. That's good. Absolutely. Let's go over some of your, your models and price ranges. Uh, what does LaRam currently offer? We have houses as, as small as, as a 1,000 uh, square feet under air, starting at 214. Okay. Houses all the way up to 3,000 square feet, starting around 500,000. So there's a wide range of different models that we choose from. Okay. And, you know, between realtors, uh, mortgage loan originators, title companies, there's a ton of competition. Is uh, is there like a, a builder's guild? Do you hang out with other builders? How do you guys? <laughs> I'll tell you the truth is, whatever. I mean, I got a couple of friends of mine that are in the building industry as well. You know, we became good friends. There's some guys that are very eerie about it, very mm-hmm. weird about it. So, you know, I mean, it doesn't affect me. I mean, there's enough business to go around. So. Yeah, plenty to go around. Yeah. So teamwork makes dream work. Tell us about your team. How do they ensure the, the building and, and home buying process runs smoothly? I know you said you, you have a lot of hands on, but what about some of your other team members? So, for example, you know, my father lo- runs a land development pretty much. Uh, my wife's at the office. We have an office assistant as well. And then we got you know, some guys on the field and stuff. So, you know, we're very hands-on, like, as I mentioned and stuff. So, I mean, you know, from cabinets, painting, trim, punch-out work, cabinet, um, you know, it, it goes pretty smooth and stuff. I mean, they, they definitely help us quite a bit. Now, like, on an average day of of when you're under the construction process, how many people, workers, would you say are on the job site on an average day? It all depends and stuff. Whatever. I mean, because unfortunately, let's say not, let's say the main build. You know, like when, when walls are going up and things are going up. How many guys do you usually have on site? 
I would say anywhere from three to six. Three to six. Okay. Three to six. And um, so, you know, there, there's a lot of, so in Naples, Florida, and I think it's, it's kind of funny, but you're either in hospitality, you're a real estate agent, you're a personal trainer, you're in the lawn business, or you're a GC. That's generally like the number of professions around here. So if I were to go get my general contractor's license tomorrow, what would be, well, if you were to start over again, what would you do differently? What would, what kind of advice would you offer to new um, prospective general contractors that are looking to get into business and looking to, to start building? What I would recommend is, I mean, you can only control what you can control. Right. Don't overstress yourself. You know, I've been doing it for quite a while and stuff, and stress can kill you a little bit. So. <laughs> and uh, I work with another GCP. He does a lot of uh, renovations and, and flips and things like that, and he's actually, I mean, I see the gray hairs. They're just. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I guess a key thing I would say is be very confident in your work that you have. Mm -hmm. You know, confidence goes a long way. Right. If you show your client or whatever you're going to do and stuff that you're very confident in the kind of work that you do, that can go a far way. So and with with there being, I didn't mean to cut you off. Nope. With there being like you know over nine thousand agents just here in in, in Naples alone, um, what mistakes do you see working with realtors on on these deals? Because I you've got you've got to have some stories and some some mistakes you know that you could probably point out where you're like probably you know don't do that yeah. as a real estate agent. I mean the biggest thing I would say is for example for a lot of agents uh, to to learn more about the construction process, learn more about the vacant land and stuff. I've seen a lot of errors and stuff about vacant land. So, I mean, it's very important for agents to find out exactly, you know, key things, inspection periods, DEP reports, how they work, how the land works and everything and stuff because, you know, those things are very important. So just do their studies more about new construction and get those mm -hmm. kinds of trainings. With the, with the, you know, with the pandemic, we heard of some things, but um, as how has that affected the price of materials when building construction now? Is, do you see a big difference? And oh, yeah. The, they said the average house in the U.S. has went up an average like of, I think it's 16800 due to lumber. Hmm. Yeah, so the sheet of plywood before used to cost 17 Now it costs about $33 a sheet. Wow. You know, um, and the issue is some materials are unavailable, which why, is making it really tough. Why, why, were, why were they unavailable? Was it... I, I had theories running through my head. I was like, well, maybe because all these fires out in California burned down half the forest out there, so maybe that's why. COVID, maybe lack of jobs. Like, is it just a combination of everything I'm thinking of? Or was there like a – because as soon as lumber went, you know, I, I, I was thinking like, man, I should have invested like lumber stock or something because the price went up like, what, four or five times lumber, right? Yeah, it's crazy and stuff. I mean, the biggest issue, like you were saying about the fires, that is taking – some toll on it, of course. Uh -huh. COVID took a big hit. Hmm. You know, yeah. a lot of the factories shut down, not enough workers. It's just, it's it's getting really, really tough to find materials. Now, yeah. not as much, but, I mean, the price, of course, has went up quite a bit. Yeah, there was a couple months there where it was like, man, I don't think I'm ever going to see wood again because so sh there's such a big shortage. <laughs> yeah, for a while and stuff, what are yellow pine? You couldn't find it. Hmm. The, um, you know, not to get too into it, I don't want to, go anywhere too crazy but do i am curious how the how do you feel about the election and how you know what what are your thoughts on the process for new construction and and people coming into it um and how you think it might impact your business one way or the other i really don't see a big impact that it's going to do in our business right 
know, as long as the rates stay low as it is, I think we should be okay for a while. Yeah, I think we'll be completely fine. <laughs> Um, what's the bigger pic, uh, bigger picture that, you know, what's the, the future vision for LaRam? What do you see in the company or want to see in the company in five to 10, 15 years? Truthfully, I kind of go with the flow and stuff. I'm very happy the way things are going now, trying to give the customers the best service possible. Um, I think our reputation is bringing on more and more clients. You know, so maybe possible that in the next, you know, five years or so we're averaging 40, 45 houses a year, you know, see where the future takes us. Now, have you guys thought about branching out to like other cities as far as like Miami, Tampa, Orlando, or kind of keep it in-house? Keeping it in-house at the moment and stuff, yeah. Maybe in the future, we'll see what, what do, it holds. Do you guys do anything uh, between uh, Marco Marco Island? or is, So just, I mean, how far north and how far south do you go? Lee County, Bonita Springs. Okay. I'll go to Marco, of course. We get a lot of calls out there and stuff, but I mean, Naples is our main area at the moment. Gotcha. Are you are you are you guys seeing a lot of people from up north buying a new construction coming down? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, that's our you know, a lot of folks from the East Coast, a lot of folks from New York, New Jersey coming down, Ohio, which they're all over. Because that's what I was experiencing a lot as a real estate agent. A lot of a lot of my buyers in the last couple months have been New Jersey, New York, you know, not wanting to be in these big cities when when a pandemic something like this happens. Um so I was I was wondering if you, you were seeing a lot of people too from the construction. Now, are you seeing, um, are you seeing a lot of, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but um, there's a couple agents that I talked to and they're getting ready to help one of their builders buy land. Um, but they didn't really check the DEP report and like almost the whole entire lot was wetlands. Um, is there like, is is there like a site that agents can go to for the DEP report? Because I know I've had a lot of agents ask me, you know, um, you know, where do I go to look up the DEP DE report? Is it just something I can Google? So it depends what our stuff. So you can always uh, go to the Department of Environmental Protection. Mm-hmm. They have a list of properties here in Collier that have already been reported before. Now, not all properties are on there. So then at that time, you have to, envir- you have to hire an environmentalist to go out there and stuff and do an inspection. Okay. And what does that normally cost again? Uh, between zero to three acres, roughly. Mm-hmm. You're looking about three seventy-five to four hundred dollars. Okay. Anything over and stuff, then it goes up, of course. Okay. And and one other thing I want to ask: Is there a certain amount of, um, is there like a restriction when it comes to wetlands? Like these are like exotic plants; they cannot be removed, so you can't build on this land. Is there some? Is there a such thing as that? No. The biggest issue we have down here is pretty much gopher tortoises. Okay. Like in Marco, they have barrowing owls. So those little turtles can cost you a lot of money. I mean, it can cost you anywhere from three to four thousand dollars to relocate. Okay, and the and the burrowing owls, are you able to relocate them? Because there's some lots I still see in Marco where they're still there, and it's like a prime lot that you would see like a million dollar house being. Yeah, there's certain species that you have to be very careful with. Now, the company who does a report for you, you can call them and they can give you an estimate or a breakdown how you know what you can do and how much it's going to cost you. So okay. it's very important to do that during the due diligence period to make sure that you have everything scored off. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Eric. This has been very informational. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for taking the time too, as well, because uh, you know I know you're super busy and you're slammed. You even mentioned you got to go and continue to work. And it's Friday when most people are ready to 
hit the happy hour. That's how busy that new construction is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're cheering you on at LaRam, wishing you nothing but continued success with everything that you have going on. And um, we're happy and proud to be a part of that journey and having you stop by. Um, go ahead and plug your business and anything else you'd like to tell our listeners and where they can find you and, and how to contact you. All right. Well, first off, thank you guys for having us. I appreciate it. Um, if you guys want more information, you guys can visit us on the web at www.laramconstruction.com. Or call us at the office at 239-304-0516. Or follow our Facebook page for live feeds at all the times. That's awesome. Sweet. Well, thank you again. And uh, please uh, contact us at doorsopenconnect at gmail.com uh, to DM us with any questions or if you have any feedback. And we'll get to them in the following week's episodes if we can. And be sure to follow and like us on social media at Doors Open Connect and the Facebook page at Doors Open Connect LLC. And LinkedIn's at uh, Deshaun Robinson and TikTok at Doors Open uh, Connect. Um, thank you again for stopping by. Um, and uh, that's it, Rick. For now on, we're going to uh, continue to keep the doors open so your deals stay closing. My name is Deshaun Robinson. This is my co-host, Rick Haas. And until next time, Steel C signing out. <laughs>